Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I am your host, Harmar Superstar, a.k.a. Sean Tillman, taking you on a flight of fancy into the nighttime, the tight time. The feeling is right time. Yes, having conversations with people that I adore, admire, and uh, and I, I'm sure you do too, because you're listening, you tune in, you want to check it out. Uh, I think we're on the same wavelength, right? It's been an eventful week. I've been all over the place. We just got back from the Mexican leg of our tour. Uh, we dipped down into Tijuana, flew to Mexico City. Uh, all the shows are amazing. Uh, our friend Mac has been along, you know, friend of the show, friend of Nocturnal Emotions, Macaulay Culkin, uh, has been rolling with us, and he will be for the last few dates of this tour. But um, We've been singing some duets. We did the Never My Love together in Mexico City, and then we also... Rocked a rendition of The Power of Love with Diego from a new band, to me, called Ray Pila. They're very big in Mexico City. They just signed a cult record, so you should check them out. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it's been super fun. I just, But we just had the most crazy debacle of travel on the way to and from Mexico City on this airline called Interjet. Worst airline I've ever been on. They canceled two out of two flights on us. One, they just left us sitting at the gate for like three hours after the plane was supposed to take off and they made us wait just to find out if there was a possibility of the plane leaving that night which it didn't of course so we sat there like idiots because we were held held hostage uh, but I don't even believe this this airline has any airplanes because I haven't seen one yet uh, Interjet fucking bullshit don't fly that shit they are bastards, and uh, I don't I don't believe them. But anyway, we made it. Uh, the promoters from Caradura in Mexico City made it all work. Got us new flights on the fly. Whoa, whoa! Did I do that? Flights on the fly. Jesus, I'm sorry, everybody. It's early as I record these these intros and outros uh, in LA. Um, shit. Yeah, I don't know. I guess what am I complaining about? I'm back, back in the USA. Chilling, uh, getting ready to, to just do the last few dates of the, the U.S. portion of the tour. A couple weeks off, then we go to the U.K. Uh, this week, my guest on the show is Rob Pope, a good friend of mine from Missouri. I think we met, actually, when he was living in Lawrence, Kansas. But uh, uh, he plays uh, bass in the band Spoon, um, also Get Up Kids, and is also one of the owners of my favorite new bar in Brooklyn, Lake Street. Uh, so, yeah, man, I'm very excited to, uh, to show you our conversation, to share it with you that we had a few weeks back. So, uh, I guess without further ado, here is my conversation with my friend, the awesome, the friendly, the best, Rob Pope. Check it. Rob. Hello, Sean. Welcome. Welcome to the old, I call it the Masturbatorium. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right out the gate with that Feeling one, good. huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The old Masturbatorium. Yeah. This is where it, this is where it all goes down. Yeah. This is where we emote nocturnally, sometimes during the day, sometimes mm. at night. Yes. I feel like uh, my best work is done uh, after dark most of the time. You know I, would, I, mean? I would tend to agree. What are we doing here during the day? Then? I don't know. You know, sometimes I can, you know, I, thought, I, can, I can do conversation during the day. But this isn't going to get romantic. No, it's not really a romantic okay. thing. It's emotional. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. It's just an emotional affair that we're having. <laughs> uh uh Yeah. I, yeah. I can, I can talk. I, I can talk all day, but uh, yeah. I feel like once I actually start working on shit, it's really the nighttime that... You're most productive. I'm most productive, but then I kind of like I squash it by like starting to drink at like ten or eleven. And yeah, like, that and doesn't that doesn't always help. No, <laughs> it doesn't. Not at all. Maybe the first beer or two, you're like, yeah, yeah. Then you're, you're feeling it. Yeah. Then you're like, <laughs> then you've like killed some. Uh, I don't know some of those. Things that make you not do things. Yeah, those inhibitions. That oh, actually, yeah, those like, things. That's <laughs> what they're called. Inhibition. <laughs> that actually like yeah. help you sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, no, man. Make it fucking... Make the solo three minutes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's what everybody wants. Yeah. What do we got to lose here? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, man, I was, just, uh, I was just starting season four of Boardwalk Empire. Oh, God. Like, I'm not... 
I'm not caught up. Oh, I'm not going to give anything away. I don't okay. even remember what happened in season three that yeah. much. You know what I mean? I had a, I had a really hard time, and I know this uh, this is true, but uh, I had a hard time getting past like the first three episodes of the whole thing. I was, I started watching it, and I was like, "This is cool," but then it just didn't grab my attention enough and yeah. I, everyone I talked to was like oh dude you gotta get into like season two or whatever yeah I feel like most HBO shows are like that yeah Even the first three episodes of every season you're yeah. kind of like catching up because yeah I kind of did the same thing with Sopranos and everyone's yeah. like you haven't seen all the Sopranos I'm like nope yeah oh shit I mean yeah. you can't I mean you can yeah you can definitely that's one that's worth checking yeah. out I would go I would rewatch that one even but uh but yeah, I feel like every HBO show has like some sort of like slow build up, and mm-hmm. then it like gets crazy, and yeah. it's like awesome, and it's worth it, and it pays the, off. The tipping point, yeah, where you're in for the long haul. Yeah, it's like it takes like forever to learn everyone's names, and all, there's like all this <laughs> shit going on where you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> so, Boardwalk Empire, you're Board, in it. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I've been doing that. I had an audition. I think it went well. Wonderful. We'll know, we'll know. by the Wonderful. time this is out. The. Uh, proposed scenes will have been filmed so we wow that quick know. huh yeah, yeah it's like you know just a part in a thing so. yeah a part in a thing a part in a thing i'm not yeah. like you know it's not like don't give it away man no i shouldn't yeah I can't jinx it yeah i mean by the time this is out it will already be gone yeah and my, it, it will have I'll happened have either done or it, it will have not yeah for somebody it will have happened yeah. <laughs> <laughs> somebody will have a part in a thing yeah and it's gonna be Hopefully awesome it's for them. you it's gonna be great for them yeah <clears throat> and i congratulate whoever that is yes. even if it's myself but i'll pat you on the back later. <laughs> what have you been up to man what's your what's your uh geez the uh today yeah. my wife had foot surgery whoa for yeah what, what kind? not like, not a big deal um she had a bunion surgery surgery and this is the second one we're knocking them out oh yeah she had her right foot done a month ago and her left foot done this morning so bunions are just like they're like just a growth sort of thing yeah it's kind of kind of like um your the bone in your big toe is a little too long so it it, and apparently they're really painful yeah and they're worse in women and they're but they're very common but they get worse with age and they're it's genetic too and so so yeah, so she's having them done. Her feet have been giving her trouble all yeah. a long time. Okay, and so that's, and that's what normally, I did today. Oh, is it a normally like a one-time <laughs> thing, or do they keep going? Uh, what, supposedly once they fix them, it's done. Okay. Um, See, it it hope, sounds so fun. The word bunions. Bunions. Like, well, yeah, and it, but it, like a lot of people are like, oh, that's disgusting because they have no, they have no they idea know what, what it, is. it is. Yeah, yeah. Like it's some like some weird fungus. No, it's. I think it's like that that thing where you just. Uh, you hear the word like on the Golden Girls or like something or it's like, you know, when they'd make fun of like sushi before they knew yeah, what it was. Absolutely. <laughs> <You Yeah. know? laughs> yeah. But we like, don't need to talk. We don't need to compare sushi and bunions. No, but. no. <laughs> I think, well, you know, I think bunions are the sushi of, uh, of foot, foot disease. Foot disease. Yeah. Absolutely. They're the highest grade. Absolutely. The least, uh, mm-hmm. they're not scary once you get to know them. No, no. You just got to di- you got to dive in and get to know him. <laughs> Take care of it. Soak him in wasabi. Knock it. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Cleanse the palate with uh-huh. some ginger. Uh, that's what I, that's what I did today. It went great. Perfect. Beyond that, um, how how long is she off her? So she's got to be off of her foot. Foot. Uh, she's got to be off the foot for six days total. So she'll basically lay in bed for six days. Foot elevated. Yeah. Um. But she can get up and kind of hobble over to the bathroom and get yeah. around if she really needs to. But she should she should stay off of it as much as she can. Yeah, totally. And then uh, slowly for the next three weeks after that, it just kind of gets better and better. And yeah. she ha- wears like this really highly fashionable surgical boot. Nice. And um, yeah, after that, she should be done. Home free. Pain free and... Running about. Ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> running about. Sweet. <laughs> As these kinds of things interest me because... Yeah. Eventually it's going to happen to me or someone I know. Or sure. Sort of, you know what I mean? It's good, it's good to go in and know about sushi before you enter the restaurant. <laughs> exactly. You got to yeah. know the background. Yeah. And you, what have you been doing? You're, you'll be beyond uh, carting people around to the there's that There's that bar that I open up yeah, that we Lake hang Street. out with. Yes. Uh, at, we hang out there together yeah. occasionally. Um, now an employee. You're DJing, DJing there yeah. tomorrow night. <laughs> yep. Uh, this will be in the yeah, past. That, that's been kind of a the bigger portion of my life yeah uh we started building that out in december and i'm sure frank gave you all these details yeah yeah but but yeah then it opened up um where are we it opened up july 1st basically yeah so Uh, and 
so yeah, that's a couple months in. Couple months in, things are going great. Yeah, it's always full. Yeah, it seems it seems that way. It's really steady. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's it's kind of exactly the kind of bar we had talked about, and it's working. And that's amazing. And it's in a great part of Brooklyn. Now, this, is this your second bar? Yes, I also own a bar in Lawrence, Kansas. Yeah, and what's that one called? That one is called the Bourgeois Pig. Okay, see, not to be confused with the Bourgeois Pigs that are here. Yeah, or there used to be ones here. There's one in in my old neighborhood in L.A. Yep. And yep. there's a coffee shop in LA. There's a, yeah. there's one in Chicago. Sweet. There are not all these pigs are bourgeois. I know. Everywhere. I know. <laughs> somebody, somebody else read the Communist Manifesto. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> well, that's cool. As long as there's not another one in your town. I yeah, think yeah, we're fine. No one's suing each other over the name. You know the Chicago one. Uh, the Chicago one apparently trade. They actually have the trademark for the name. Okay. But so uh, every. Fuck, I don't know. Three or four years, we get a cease and desist letter. Yeah, and then we just kind of open it up and laugh a little bit, and then we, <laughs> uh, you know, and then our response is we're we're obviously not competing. Like we're not we're never going to open one in Chicago. Yeah. You're never going to come to Lawrence, Kansas, and open one. Do you want to buy the bourgeoispig.com from us? That's what we, yeah. oh, like, we always, always end it with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, it's like a back and forth. It's, it's probably like just having, a lawyer being like, well, let's try again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it or would like cost one, so much money for either of us to instigate any sort of lawsuit over, yeah. over a name that's kind of nefarious and what it doesn't Yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Still, people are still drinking there. People love to drink, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. And yeah. I mean, I, that was also, you know, reaffirmed when we opened up Lake Street. It was yeah. Like, yeah, people love it. <laughs> I mean, myself included. It's great. But, Dude, yeah, it's, yeah. You can just do it all day. Yeah. If you start early enough, you just keep going. Keep going. Especially with those old Milwaukee's. They, those, they don't seem to, like, do anything. I think that... I, They're just delicious, constant... There's something in there. I don't know. I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, but for some reason I can drink like 20 of them. Yeah, I know. I don't know what's yeah. up with that. I remember that from high school too. Yeah. It's a, a trait. Things, that... things don't change, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, and you've been, uh, you're in the studio now? You're kind of about yeah, to be, um, about to be on doing the, some stuff? On the spoon front, yeah. um, we start tracking our new record at the end of the month. Holy shit. Yeah, um, we've been kind of periodically getting together throughout the year, a week here and there, yeah. um, and working on a bunch of new songs, and we're going to start tracking later yeah, this month in awesome. L.A., which will be great. How many songs do you think you're going to go for? Well, we're, I think we're doing it in um, basically two chunks. Yeah. We're going to try to record uh, one half of the record, take a little time off, and we're actually going to mix the mix it all, and then do the same thing oh sweet um so yeah basically spending spending the bulk of the record in two chunks doing some of it in la some of it in austin cool and then yeah. you could but then you could, wait you're gonna mix it and then go in for the second chunk i think so yeah that's mix cool it so two. you just like have like smaller so yeah like i mean it's like recording like two little half records yeah you know <laughs> i mean at some point we'll i'm sure it won't be sequenced that way or yeah you know um but it, it i always just i I've made records where we're like in the studio for six weeks and then we go right into mixing. Yeah. And you just have no grasp of like, no, yeah. What means anything anymore? <laughs> yeah, what, totally. Like the importance of like, you know, you're laboring over some fucking tambourine track, <laughs> you know, and because you're in your seventh week of recording and you're like, Oh God. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It'll be nice to, to break it up a little bit. Yeah. You can get lost in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shit, man. That's awesome. I'm yeah, to it'll hear be it. great. I'm excited. That when was the last Spoon record? January of 2010. Oh so shit! Three it's and been a half while. years ago. Holy fuck! I know the world's ready. I hope so. Yeah, you guys did Get Up Kids shows like fairly recently. Yeah, recently, right? Um, well, we did a bunch in 2011. Yeah, or no, sorry, yes, 2011. We yeah. played a bunch of shows. It's pretty recent. Um, but we haven't played a show in almost two years. But we are going to Japan in November for no four way. shows. They love us Four in Japan. Shows? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. They still love us in Japan. That's awesome. <laughs> so they're going to like, uh, are you playing like big arenas? Type, I, I really big? have no idea yeah. what it is. That's awesome. Um, I think they're pretty medium-sized shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, it Definitely can look not. like a regular place in America that holds 
fifteen hundred people here, but there yeah. it'll hold like four thousand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they cram them in. Yeah, and they're much smaller. Yeah, and they're and, all nice to each other. And they're very nice. And they're yeah. polite. They they uh, they don't like after they're very quiet and polite. Yep. And then after the song, they wait to make sure you're really done, mm-hmm. and then they all clap politely. Like yeah, golf clap almost. It's bizarre. And you think like you're like, uh, is, are we connecting? And then after the show, they're like crying like you're the Beatles. Of course. Like, yeah. And like paying for, like $50 for a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, and then you suddenly realize, where the fuck am I? Yeah. Like this is, this is bizarre. How did this happen? Exactly? Yeah, where, where, yeah. Yeah. I love it over there. I, I do too. I've yeah. been there for a while. I think I'm going in November maybe for a day or two. Oh, nice. A day or two in for Japan. For a show? Just show. Yeah. One Just show. One Tokyo show. Cool. I've been there before. We did like a... First time I ever left the country was in like 1999. We did a mm-hmm. Shamanah tour over there. And we did like 13 shows in Japan. Really? Yeah, we went everywhere. I've only ever done like the typical like four show tour. Yeah, this like was crazy. two shows in, in Tokyo, yeah. one show in Osaka, and one show in Nagoya. Yeah. We did like everywhere. We were like way up north in like Hokkaido and stuff. And like there was one town where we were like the first white band to ever play. <laughs> like, but it was all like really small. Like it was like kind of basically like the K records of Japan. Sure. Or something called yeah. Rebel yeah. Beat yeah. Factory. That's so cool. yeah. So they just booked us this DIY thing. We went yeah. around on the train. They had back lines everywhere. We just brought our guitars. Excellent. It was really, uh, it was insane. Yeah. They take care of you over there. Yeah, totally. Yeah. No matter if you are a tiny little band or if you're, yeah, if you are the Beatles, I mean, totally. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's amazing. I remember like one of my favorite memories was going to this like playing this place in Matsumoto, and like this girl who helped set up the show lived with her parents above this restaurant that they mm-hmm. owned, and we like stayed there, but we like went into her like weird kind of like teenage Japanese girl bedroom. Yeah, like, she she played <laughs> us like uh, the Flaming Lips soft bulletin for the uh, first time oh wow and that yeah. was the first time you heard it yeah so that's, that was like that's a great memory surreal that's yeah cool. and i was like freaked out about the yeah. record and like loved it since then yes <laughs> yeah it's a good one yeah it's yeah. amazing i feel yeah i heard a story about that record that it was like kind of like the like when they made zyrica mm-hmm. they uh in order to be able to make that weird, crazy, like four part record that you had to plan for CD players at the same yeah, time, yeah. they were like, cool, but you have to make like a normal record too. Yeah. And we'll give you one budget and you have to make both. So and they, they did like, both of them at the same time. Kind of like off the same yeah. budget, at least. Huh. So they were like, all right, well, we'll give you kind of a normal one too. We'll yeah. With like Dave Fridman or whatever. And yeah. Like, that's what they came out with, which is my favorite one. Me too. You know, that's what I mean? my favorite. So maybe we should give them money to do a weird thing and a normal thing all the time. They should be encouraged to do something <laughs> totally yeah. off the wall. Yeah, and be forced to give us something we want. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's maybe working. every band should have to work like that. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, because then, it, like, maybe yeah, the off the wall idea becomes would, the the cool record. Yeah, or just makes you think weirder about the regular record. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Soft Bulletin is not, like, a regular record. No, for them, no, especially, no, 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 too, no. it's, like, weird. It's it's certainly like weird for them. beatles but also, like, yeah. it came out about the same time as, like, Kid A. I feel like people, like, picked their path at that uh-huh. point. You're, like, either, like... Well, and I not think, Kid A. That was, like, I mean, OK Computer, I guess. Yeah, is what yeah. I and I think also, um, like you said before, with Dave Fridman, I think Mercury Rev at that point had kind of become a wild influence on them too because oh, yeah. of their because of their record that came out or was recorded around the same time yeah wait which one was that that uh, wasn't the one with the big like fake plastic boobs on the cover no 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 uh the record does deserter songs oh yeah okay. remember that one yep, yep that one came out uh, came out right before i think right before okay computer right before uh uh the flaming lips record but yeah. it was it sonically it was all very kind of like in the same world. Yeah. Know? Dude. Yeah, it is. It's like Fridman's got that touch too. Yeah. I mean it like extends into like the first MGMT record. Yeah. Even that Tame Impala record he oh, just mixed. Yeah. Did he just do that one? He mixed it. Oh man, that sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's a weird record. It's good. Yeah, I, I mean, really I like, like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I think, not, yeah, I, I like mean, but it. The, it's weird, but I mean, the songs are good. The songs are really good, but like some of like the grooves are like mm-hmm. really like uh, stuttered. Like yeah. you wouldn't think of yeah, them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Or maybe they just come out of like some weird like 
guitar pedal zone that I don't get to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would yeah. like to, but yeah. it's like I'm, I've got like all the pedals and my board and the power source. I just have to sort of like build it out yeah. still. Yeah. But I've never had like a full on pedal board. Yeah. Are you one of those guys? I, I've dabbled into pedal board world <laughs> probably too far sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I like it. I just like for, I, for bass. Probably it's a little over the top. Yo, yeah. But I mean, I like it. I like a little distortion here and there. A yeah, rad me pedal too. Over the yeah, top, just big to... time. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. no, I, I, <clears throat> I've played with all these individual pedals, but I, I really think like once I get uh, my board together, then I'm just going to go deep, and it's going to be weird. Well, you should wait for that sun to go down. I know, and then get wild yeah, and yeah, take some acid and just yeah, find totally find some things I'll never find again <laughs> <laughs> and send them to Dave Fridman to mix them. <laughs> yeah. I just well, feel like mix this. I don't even please. know what it is. I don't know what happened it's last just night. Me. It's just me. Playing. <laughs> you don't want to listen to this. I plugged even. all the pedals in. I don't know. <laughs> I turned everything on. Yeah. I turned everything to the right. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to think of, uh, uh, what's happening in my mind right now I'm just hanging out <laughs> lavender walls sometimes they just uh they they clear it they do they they clear the they clear the mind and then then it's too clear yeah uh, i still have some some cookies here from when dave hill joined joined me over here do uh, i know dave hill uh he's a uh comedian and a musician he uh-huh. plays in a band called valley lodge and he's a guitarist i think I think I could be wrong here, but I think he used to be in Cobra Verde. Okay, a while ago, he's yeah. toured a lot. I yeah. think he's he's like one of those guys. He's really good at everything. You he know, does. a lot of those guys. <laughs> We're all those guys. Yeah, we all do that. We shit. We are those guys. I mean, I think I've known you since. Well, that's what I was going to forever. Ask. How? When did you and I meet? I think I remember us meeting uh, in Chicago. In Chicago, probably nineteen ninety-eight, seven, seven or eight. Probably 1997. Yeah. Okay. So I was like 19. Yeah. And me, yeah, it was that Rob Lowe's place. Yep. When Rob Lowe and Brian, Brian Case, Case were living together. Yep. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, listening to the first Foo Fighters record. Was that happening? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that part. I remember all. going into Brian's room and he was always listening to like this one really? Foo Fighters seven inch. I, I think Wild. it had been out for a while. Yeah. We were just like bonding over it for some reason. Huh. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, right around then it was like I remember, when I wore I remember only being, baby blue. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You were yeah. That was your, that was your thing. Uh, and that was also probably the same weekend where. One of the guys in the Get Up Kids pissed on the other one. Oh. Pissed on another guy in the Get Up Kids. Oh, Do you remember this? Uh, kind of, but Jim, where was it? In in Ryan. It was or, in the in, place. In Brian and Rob's apartment. So we were all just like sleeping there. We was, were all, it was everybody on the floors. Yeah. And like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we had gone out and watched some really horrible band that sounded like the Smashing Pumpkins or something. And that sounds of, like Chicago in 1997. Yeah, right? yeah it yeah. totally was. <laughs> and uh, we made it back, and Jim was so drunk, he got up in the middle of the night and walked into Rob Lowe's room and pissed on Matt from the Get Up Kids, just like pissed all over his fucking bag. <laughs> it, was like, it was like if he had taken a right, he would have gone into the bathroom. Yeah. If he had taken a left, he walks into Rob's room. And pisses and on his bandmate. Matt's laying right on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the fallout? I kind of just remember waking up and being like, ah. Yeah. There, everybody, was a little, everybody was a little hungover the next morning, but the fallout was Matt got up and just furious, of course. <laughs> Kind of like wadded his sleeping bag up and just threw it on Jim's head and was like, "You need to wash that today." <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was really it. I I was kind of proud of of those guys for not getting in more of a fight about it. Yeah, just for really just uh, putting the by, letting bygones be bygones. I guess so. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little a little piss in the in the, in the sleep. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's something that happens. I think, especially in the early twenties, that happens. I feel like a lot more yeah, people. Absolutely, I think it's, it happens to people before they figure out that they need to like stop drinking. Yeah, <laughs> or, and I really think it might have something to do with what you're drinking. Yeah, like yeah. We were, like we were talking about earlier, like if you're drinking twenty cans of old Milwaukee, like you might 
fall asleep and really need to take a piss and not. And I mean, it's just pure volume. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or do you think it's like mixtures, you know, that like maybe like some people's brains like cut out, hmm. you know what I mean? Hmm. And then all of a sudden there's like a, a dead zone there <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're still functioning, but you don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy pee in my closet one time. Oh yeah. He, I let a friend stay over and he got super, super drunk and I woke up in the middle of the night and he's at the foot of my bed with his pants wide open and he's petting my dog. <laughs> and I'm like, Bobby, what are you doing in here? And he, uh, he kind of snapped out of it, but he was more or less sleepwalking and he had walked into my room and walked into my closet and just peed in, in my closet. Whoa. And then when did the dog come into the picture? Well, he, I don't know. My dog, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was very, very creepy. Like he was just like, it was like some serial killer, like paranormal activity stuff. Yeah, you know? like, totally. Like maybe he'd been there for four hours, you know, yeah. <laughs> like just standing there. No, that's the thing. There's like, there's a, I feel like, uh, uh, on tour, there's always like one guy who oh, who the, does that. Or, like, crazy he'd be like, "Yo, guy. you're gonna pee on me," and then yeah, they just yeah. keep like walking around, yeah. still peeing, and you just have to like wrangle this dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we should all be wearing wetsuits all the yeah, time. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> just just in case. I mean, yeah, I guess if you're in like a foreign place, you know, a place you're not used to, yeah, and you I think that's what really freaks people night. out because people that. like you know you, you do like I, I in the middle of the night like sleep walk in a way even if you're mm -hmm. like kind of kind of awake you just yeah. go about you got routine. one of your eyes one of your eyes is like a slit and you kind of <laughs> know where you're going yeah and yeah. then all of a sudden but if, you're it's your, a dog. if it's your place you're gonna make it yeah but if you're if you're in a new place yeah i've brought this up once before one time i did wake up and i found uh my garbage can right outside the door here with my socks in the bottom of it and i peed <laughs> all over them and i don't know what that what i was trying to prove to myself yeah, i was yeah. maybe giving sending myself a message those old socks need to be thrown they away. they were shitty socks that yeah. needed to be thrown away uh, so maybe i just like was fed up yeah You're like, you know <laughs> what? like enough i'm throwing you away and take this too and you know what now i can't wear them again yeah now they have to uh, it would be really uncomfortable if i wore them. <laughs> And this is gonna be itchy. It's gonna be yeah. shitty. I'm gonna smell horrible. <laughs> no one's gonna, gonna like smell, me anymore. Uh, no one will sit next to me on the subway. I'm not gonna get. No yeah. one's gonna make out with me. Yeah. No one's gonna want to hang out with me at the bar. Mm -mm. Pee on your socks, guys. If you want to change your life, <laughs> if you want to change, change, change. Yeah. Take a stand against your old ways and those yeah. old socks and the the holes in the heels. It should be the way to get rid of all your clothes. <laughs> a ceremonial pissing. A cer ceremonial pissing. <laughs> That's not what the goodwill wants to hear. No. Not at all. <laughs> Let's take a break. Yeah. Sweet. This week's episode is brought to you once again by Earthquaker Devices. Uh, friends of mine from Kent, Ohio, who are uh, on the international scene as far as, uh, you know, making uh, compression, distortion, delay, fuzz, modulation, octave, overdrive to run your guitar through or sing through, just to get weird to in general. They make quality devices, quality pedals for you to rock out with. And uh, now, if you use the offer code NOCTURNAL, when you check out on their website at EarthquakerDevices.com, uh, you get 15% off. Not just 10, but 15% off your order. And uh, trust me, they make some amazing, amazing pedals that you want to check out. So, do yourself a favor. Play guitar in your bedroom. And play it through an Earthquaker device or two. EarthquakerDevices.com backslash nocturnal for 15% off support them support my friends support some people that are making great things possible booyah earthquaker devices back to the show boom what a productive break we had that was great i mean horseback riding uh my legs are really sore oh my god my yeah. back and you know, just yeah. getting up there I got bucked off. Yeah. Got trampled. There's a nice recovery, I though. I, you know what I mean? You got to like at least give a comedy recovery. You got to yes, roll through absolutely. it. Absolutely. Roll out of it. Jump up. Mm -hmm. even, no matter how much pain With a smile. Even, even <laughs> if your leg's broken. <laughs> a dismembered limb. A b bloody smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, 
Man, so this is the part of the show where I like to uh, take my guests on a journey, creating oh a show. Yeah. We create a show. It can be any kind of show. I just like want something we can pitch to entertain and make money for the rest of our lives off of. So okay. it's like, you know, that's what we're doing today. Yeah. A TV show, a movie, a Broadway play, maybe a podcast. I, I, it can be anything. Okay. Uh, I feel like I thrive in the TV and movie kind of uh, uh, format. But mm-hmm. I, it's all up to that's you. What you Where, know. Wherever that's you want to you know go. Better. Yeah, that's what I know. I let's watch do- a lot of TV, I watch a lot of movies. Let's do a television show. Television show. So are you thinking like episodic or are you thinking like reality? Episodic or maybe like a mini series. We can go any way. Comedy. Let's go episodic. Episodic comedy, drama, uh, reality. Drama. Drama. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Are you ready to go? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Are you feeling yeah. serious? Mm-hmm. Great. I think. Uh, shit. So what? Uh, what kind of situation are we thinking? Like, is it going to be like a family drama or a uh, like some sort of a. Uh, uh, procedural kind of like maybe like a thriller of sorts a thriller okay so like yeah. like along we, the lines of like the killing or twin peaks maybe sure like yeah, a, yeah. A, 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 murder, a murder mystery okay a murder mystery but it's so, gonna take place in texas texas okay what part of texas uh, i mean let's say let's make it take place in austin texas yeah i know austin very well, well we both you know, know austin we know both well. know it really well yeah we can we can Go for this. You're in one, one of the definitive Austin bands. Yeah. I mean, I feel oh, like, I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, to, to me, at least. Uh, I don't want to embarrass you. But. Yeah. <laughs> because there is a lot, there's a lot of wild stuff there. Yeah. Okay. So maybe like. Uh, you've got all that. You've got the, the capital there. Yeah. You've got. There's a lot of sm- giant smokers. Maybe we could find like uh, a yeah. like a guy like murdered and found in the smoker of like some like famous of barbecue Franklin's restaurant, like Franklin. Franklin's yeah, he said barbecue. Franklin. Yeah, that would be great. That's some, our opening scene. Yeah, we find uh, a man a, has been barbecued in a smoker. Yeah, is he like what was his background? The guy um, was he like uh, a local? Like uh, did he did he? Um, was he like a mainstay? Was he a promoter, or maybe he was like a, a bluegrass guitarist, or like uh, one of those honky tonk guys? Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't have to be a musician. Everybody wants to kill a musician. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I feel like uh, the more innocent the guy, the more yeah, wide yeah. sprawling. Let's just the, let's the, say he was a school teacher. He was a school teacher. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, a, a beloved local school teacher. Uh huh. Um, but also kind of anonymous. Yeah. Like he maybe becomes we're, more, maybe we're getting a little too breaking bad. right now. <laughs> Well, no, he can be dead and he yeah, can be yeah, like, he can dead. be, he's just like more of like, nobody knew who he was until he died. Then he became like a saint that everybody yeah. had a story about. Even there's, though, there's big things at the school. They're yeah, know, like having all these things in his honor. Memorials, um, warning meetings yeah. for the students. Yes. Uh, the, the, no one's safe anymore. No one is safe. Ev- everyone could potentially become barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if he was? Oh no, this is too unrealistic. But I was hoping like somebody could be like eating and then find like a human finger. Oh god, <laughs> that's not a rib. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fingernail on this. Wait. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's foul. Um, okay, so, uh, man. But that, awesome. yeah, that is re- realistic. Yeah. Do you think that a, a writer isn't going to be tempted to put that in there? Yeah, exactly. Like us. We're tempted. Yeah, we're tempted. We want why, to. Why would we not? Because you always want something to be yeah. in the soup. <laughs> <laughs> Austin Homicide. Maybe like the... the the homicide detectives are one of them's got to be a Mexican guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Maybe he's like in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, maybe they're maybe they're not so maybe they're just kind of not so good at their jobs because they don't have to deal with so many homicides down there. Yeah. They're trying to figure it out. There will be a lot of bureaucratic stuff from from the Capitol. A hotshot rookie on the scene that everyone's annoyed by. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Austin, uh, I'm just trying to think of a good, uh, uh, man, a good, a good Austin, Austin-fied name for the show would be like, uh, uh, barbecue and a, 
Murder City Limits. Oh, Murder City Limits is How about actually that? pretty good. That is Murder really City good. Murder City Limits. Murder City Limits. Oh my god. god. Yeah, because this is this sprawls out. I mean, and it could be like yeah. one of those things where the the community's outraged because like the first team that comes onto the scene rules it a suicide. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, who would throw themselves into a smoker? Yeah. And then, like, more is discovered. Yeah. And I think we should keep them as restaurant-related deaths. Yeah. Oh, People, yeah. Oh, then there's a, a, a cereal. Is this a yeah, cereal? yeah. This be, it'll, become a, it'll become a theme. And yeah. then it will also affect... People are scared to eat. Yeah. People are scared oh, yeah. to eat out. Oh, my God. And that's a huge thing for Austin. Uh, yeah. It's like half their like, income. The whole, whole city kind of shuts down. Yeah. And there's, like, a local... What's the local beer in Austin? Is there a local brew uh, I that mean, people drink? I think, isn't Shiner based Shiner, out of Austin? Yeah, somebody finds like a guy in a Shiner vet. Oh, boy. <laughs> no one, you can't no, eat you barbecue, can't you can't Shiner even drink beer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, what if you find Maybe out this that... Should actually, hold on a second. Oh, yeah. Maybe this should actually be a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this sounds, it's like strange brew now. It's starting to sound like a comedy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can do it in a way where like, all of a sudden, things come together where they keep finding like uh, little clues as to like who's doing it, and they're like, mm-hmm. they're like, um, like maybe like uh, high school girls like are killing these dudes who like uh, are hollering at them, and like sure. they don't know it's not guys who are like have a big history of it, but it's a like little more. To- it's a little more innocent. <laughs> yeah, th- I mean that's a good twist too. You know what I mean? Like like one of their friends gets abused, and then they're like, "Women Fuck are these not men. serial killers." Yeah. Oh yeah. There's never any women serial killers. No, r- very rarely. I yeah. Would, I would like to know about them if there are. Exactly. So these girls. I mean, uh, I guess we're giving away the plot too soon. Sure. To the, the audience. But now, it's a but, gang of girls. Yeah, it's a gang of girls who are fed up yeah. with with older men trying and to. And they all work them. in an Austin town tattoo parlor together dude murder city limits is a good murder show city limits. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sold man. i'm into it yeah let's I'm say hollywood you, we're calling and uh you yeah. better be buying i know yeah. at least just the idea we'll write the script it's easy that'll be easy it's already here simple dude i think we did a good job that was a pretty good one right yeah that was great i, I don't know i i have nothing to compare it to because I, I think it's heard great no we do ones. sometimes you nail it sometimes you come with with an idea that's just dumb and then you go with it and make it dumber but yeah. i think we actually like had something that was like we had there's something there right there's something there okay. we did good let's take a break and celebrate. friends of earwolf have you picked up your copy of the upright citizens brigade comedy improvisation manual the ucb comedy improv manual is a comprehensive guide to the ucb style of long-form comedy improv just like the title suggests written by fellow earwolf host matt besser and other founding members of the theater, Ian Roberts and Matt Walsh, the manual covers everything from the basics of two-person scene work to the complexities of working within an ensemble to perform long-form structures. It's a great comedy resource for beginners or experienced improvisers. What are you waiting for? The UCB Comedy Manual can be bought at the UCB Online Store, at ucbtheater.com, or on Amazon. Thank you for listening. Let's go back in. And we're back, still reeling from uh, Murder City Limits. Murder City I really Limits. think it's a good idea. God, it's lady serial great. killer guys, a gang I, of them, a gang. Like yeah, a solid like five. Like and they're like yeah, they're like the bad girls club, but not quite as dumb. No, they're really no, smart. They, they're they like, have the, to be. Really they have the smart. personalities of the bad girls club. Sure, but they're smart. You just want them to make out in a couple of I just of want episodes. them to claw each other once in a yeah. while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm about to pop off. Yeah, they're popping yeah, off. Yeah, popping off. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, how about, uh, Rob, what if, let me ruin your favorite song, or a song that you really like. Yeah, What, yeah. what song would you like um, to lyrically go through? I was through? thinking about this earlier, pre-Murder City Limits. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's it's not probably not my favorite song, but... It's okay. I can only think of the chorus uh, in my brain, so I think it will be interesting to look at the lyrics. Uh, is uh, Eddie Grant's Electric Avenue? Oh yes, a classic, <laughs> dude. Electric Avenue, a dance hall Eddie classic. Grant. It is, and it's a jam. It's Certainly. Like, uh, uh, okay, uh, yeah. let's play. Uh, let's do. Let's play a clip of this for the people at home now. Electric Avenue, Eddie Grant.
Oh my god! And we're back, and it's a jam. Yeah, it is. It's it like the dance hall. It is a jam. Jam. I mean, you can see you can people. see sweaty people with their hands in there. In the yeah, air. I can imagine people surfing to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and you, uh, uh, if you can picture him in your brain too. Yo, yeah, just like wild. Yeah, just giant lion-like dreads. Yeah, kind of yeah. doing the Electric Avenue yeah. shuffle. Wearing some will. wild clothes, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so you pulled up the lyrics. So yeah, here it is. Now in the street there is violence. First of all, I didn't know violence. it started out with violence. Yeah, I never yeah. even noticed that yeah, the lyrics. And 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 uh, lots of work to be done. He does and, a lot of and. and ends. He does those a lot. Like he starts off a sentence with and and. Okay. Which are like no place to hang out or washing. No, you can't. Safely can't, put out your laundry anywhere because it's going to get and stolen. And you can't do it so in violent. the street. It'll be so violent. And and I can't blame all in the sun. Okay, so Ooh. so he lives on a violent street where he can't we, do laundry, and you have to do a work all the time. Yeah. So there's not even time to do it. But he can't blame it all in the sun. <clears throat> nope. Okay. Nope. So he's going to oh, move no. to the positive <clears throat> part. We're going right? to rock down to Electric Avenue, then we'll take you higher. Take and where is Electric Avenue in compared comparison to the violent street? I don't know. I mean, I'm thinking like, yeah, is Electric Avenue Electric Avenue to me actually sounds more violent because you could get severely electrocuted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, but uh, maybe it's just it's the the Electric Avenue is where they have power. Oh yeah, maybe it's like yeah. Oh, I guess so. Maybe right? that, or maybe it's like they're just playing Monopoly. And he's just like buying up like, the last yeah, of yeah. like the like. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Electric Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got three hundred Monopoly dollars yeah. here. I already have the power plant. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, I've got all the railroads. I will so. sell you the laundromat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then working so hard like a soldier can't afford a thing on TV. So he's got a TV. I guess. And he's shopping on TV. Home shopping. <laughs> he has a home shopping network. <laughs> Deep in my heart, I abhor you. He fucking abhor is like a... Okay. That is like a harsh word. That's yeah. like beyond hatred. Yeah. Okay. That's... I, will never ever stand you in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Deep in my heart, I abhor you. Can't get food for the kid. Wait a Holy second. Holy shit. Who does he hate he's this about, bad? He's about to get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. She's he's living where? down on Water Street. Yeah, yeah, He's, like on, he's on Electric so, Avenue. Wow. Oh, my God. I, I didn't know. You. I mean, like, I didn't know these verses were so harsh. Can't get food for the kid. Deep in my heart, I abhor you. You never, you don't, you would never think you'd be no, saying that. No. Can't get food for the kid. Bummer. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sucks to be Eddie Grant's kid. I know. <laughs> Good God. little guy. We're going <laughs> to gonna rock down to Electric Avenue and, and then, then we'll take, take it, it higher. higher. I mean, I don't know. Are they going to fight down there or are they just rocking down? I, I can't tell if rocking. I, I really feel like it's a misplaced chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just wrote the chorus and he's like, we got to really fill mad. this up with Some, something else. And he got really pissed at somebody. <laughs> like somebody made him rewrite the lyrics and he's like, yeah, fucking fine. All right. Here's what you get. I will. I and will. The next part's just, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> and then, oh God, we're going to rock down to Electric Avenue. Oh God, we will. <laughs> okay. And then uh, the next verse, who is to blame in one country never can get to the one dealing in multiplication and they still can't feed everyone. Okay, he's pissed about. He's he's, he's worried, worried about world this. hunger. Yeah, world yeah. and uh, or he's and just... and world hunger was a big topic when this song came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah feed the I world. Mean, we yeah, are the big world. Time. Big time. I mean, so I guess he was. Maybe he was just cashing in on a trend. <laughs> <laughs> in the verses, in the chorus, in the verses, he was partying. And then he was like, you know what? They're going to play this in the disco too. Yeah, in the choruses, he's partying yeah. because he knows how much money he's going to make off of it, and he's going to buy so much food. So much food. He's yeah. probably not going to share it with that many people, no, though. Especially not a kid. Ho out in the street, out in the street, out in the daytime, out in the night. Okay, it's a whole thing. That's that's, that's is that maybe the bridge maybe out or? in the street. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Street. There's not really like a proper bridge out in the song. The daytime. Yeah, he yeah. just starts saying stuff after yeah, yeah. a while. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that's it. Like now he's just talking about the daytime and night. Rocket in my. That's how it ends. Rocket in the daytime. Rocket <laughs> in the night. It's all of a sudden world hunger is not that much of a problem anymore, and he's not just sort of when rocking. you're on Electric Avenue. No, I guess no, no, no. I guess he might as well just there's like, a never yes, any, like there's a surplus of food and fun. It's basically there's that, and it's also like yo, all this shit's going down. But once you get to Electric Avenue, you don't give a yeah. fuck. And we're gonna get high. And we're gonna have the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> and there is so much food here. It's better than our violent street where yeah. you can't even hang out our washing. God. <laughs> can't hang out can't do laundry out there can't get food for the kid yeah I mean who does he abhor that's, that's what the I weird thing that's, that's what we like, gotta get to the bottom know, of like, yeah, yeah. that's the thing where you're just like I don't who like it's like something he just threw in there yeah and it's like you're talking where to someone was, who what do we know about Eddie Grant do we know, where, know, do we know where he's from no I don't know let's, uh, let's look into this uh I'm on a Wikipedia right now. There he comes. Is, he comes in right after Eddie Curry, Eddie Merckx, Eddie Arnold, Eddie Farm, then Eddie Grant. Wikipedia. Ooh, uh, he's a sultry-looking man. From Guyana. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, he's a, a, a reggae pop, ra- a reggae radical musical entrepreneur. But kind, of, from, kind of grew up and lived in London. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Uh, he, uh, let's see. He's the inventor of ring bang. I'm yeah. not even sure what that is. Must huh. be a type of music. Um, but yeah, he went to uh, London as a young boy. Yeah. Went okay. to Tufnell Park. So he knew Guyana. He knew the streets. And then he was like, you know what? I'm going to sing about this. I'm going to sing about these starving streets. <laughs> Sold over a million copies of Electric Avenue. So he. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, did he have other hits? Uh, he did, yeah, right? he um, he had a hit single in '84 with a song for uh, original song in "Romancing the Stone," a classic film. I rem- I love that. That yeah. yeah. Wait, let's see. Michael Douglas's finest work, perhaps. It, it is really good. Where's it? his singles are? Okay, what was '84? Oh, it was just rom- "Romancing the Stone," the yeah. song. Okay, I remember that. I had the soundtrack. And another song called Boys in the Street. Boys in the Street. He loves those streets. He's like super about it. Yeah. Walking on Sunshine reissue. Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. He's into like just rocking out in electric and sunshiny places. Yeah. That's kind of his thing. Uh, There's not really that much information here on Eddie Grant. Okay. He's had some musical achievements. He has a song called War Party. So that means, you know. Uh, Oh, Okay. He defined a Caribbean music meta genre and philosophy called Ring Bang, which he thought of in 1994. And he named that? I guess. He's got to. Ring Bang. It's kind of Ring a, Bang. Sounds. Uh, sounds I don't want to go to I, I can't, I can't uh, go to I can't go. I can't go. I can't go into this Wikipedia hole. Click on in that. Front of- <laughs> <laughs> if you hit that Ring Bang. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. even know if I want to understand Electric <laughs> Avenue. It might ruin it. Yep. I don't know, like, if it's, I don't even think we've even ruined it. I think we've just raised more questions for ourselves. We have a lot of questions. <laughs> and somehow we're, we're going to need to incorporate ring banging into, yeah, murder, into murder city limits. <laughs> what if the girls have a ring bang band? Oh. I don't even know what that is. I don't either, but that could I'm be curious. Cool. <laughs> well, shit, man. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Grant, Grant is just, not Eddie Murphy, but Eddie Murphy just made a <laughs> reggae record, too. He did? Yeah, it just came out, like, last wow. week. Wow. Yeah, he wears a do-rag and plays guitar. Is this for real? I'm not kidding. And it's not a comedy record. It's no, ser- no, it's he's, serious. like, for real. He's, like, did a he, like, single thinks with he's Wyclef or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. bigger and blacker. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as I've known, Eddie Murphy's neither been big or blacker. <laughs> not the now yeah <laughs> not the blackest man around well, he's pretty dark is he yeah that's what uh I feel like he's been getting lighter and lighter maybe like he's really got that i don't MJ know thing <laughs> arsenio hall's got a new show on i heard about this yeah, yeah i need to i I'm need to get on board <laughs> Let's Girl, get i always love i always love the dog pound oh i, I wonder know. if they brought back the dog pound that's they the thing to had to. I mean, half the thing was how long that guy's hands were when he was doing his thing. His <laughs> fingers were like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll uh, work out some sort of uh, 
Coming to America reboot. Oh, a reunion. That would be good. That would be great. That'd be great. I'm into it. I think that's where we should leave it today. Let everyone think about that. Yeah. Thanks for coming coming, in. We're coming to America. (laughs) Or leaving America. We're leaving America. (laughs) Thanks for coming in, dude. Absolutely. Thank you. Booyah. Yes. Eddie Grant with the bummer lyrics. Who knew? Do you ever think about them? I didn't. I didn't know. Rob, thanks for coming in. It was awesome having you into the bedroom to have conversations about everything and anything. Uh, Yeah, I would say come back on the show, but I don't even know if it's going to exist anymore after next week's episode. I'm going to take a long hiatus, everybody. So uh, sorry about that. I've just been rolling around too much and like I have had too much to concentrate on. And, uh, you know... Interviewing people has not been at the forefront of my my priority list, so uh, sorry about that. I just need a little time to regroup and maybe even just fucking abandon the idea altogether. Uh, sorry if that ruins your world, but it makes mine a little bit less hectic. You know I love nocturnally emoting, but sometimes just the time isn't there... But, uh, you know, it's been a pleasure this whole way along. I still have one more episode coming for you, kind of a bookend of the series so far, so uh, uh, get ready for that. I'm excited um, to share it with you, and I think you probably can figure out who it's going to be. But, yeah, I don't know. Until then, uh, this Thursday I'm playing in San Diego at Casbah. Friday I'll be at Pioneer Town in Joshua Tree. Rocking Pappy and Harriet's, and then I'll be playing the KCRW 5th Anniversary Masquerade Ball with Glasser and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. and Dave Siddick, TV on the radio, DJing, and a bunch of people. I gotta figure out my Halloween costume, so that'll be good. Also, on Halloween, I'll be in Milwaukee with Polisa and Marijuana Death Squads hanging out, so maybe I'll see you there. Um, shit. That's it, man. Uh, have a good week. Until then, be good, harm our sleepy time, bye-bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolfradio.com The Wolf Dead.